following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. We're getting flashy on this episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... Paul Biscrow, the founder of ToonamiFaithful.com. And... Your favorite flashiest cat, Kuro. And... A flashy laser kid. Everything we do is definitely flashy. Oh, yes. Flashy, flashy, very flashy. Yes. That Tengen Usui coming in trying to steal Buggy's Thunder. You can never steal Buggy's Thunder. Nobody will ever fail upwards better than Buggy the Clown. Uh, ain't that the truth? <laughs> yeah, but Tengen's so much sexier. On like by like a million uh, levels. Oh, but there's all those fan cams of the live action Buggy. <laughs> so I don't no, know no if the internet agrees with you. <laughs> he Tengen was very popular though. No doubt about that. And still is, arguably. Ah, uh, yes. So we are going to talk about some episodes of Demon Slayer's Entertainment District. Are you not entertained? But Toonami also had a recent major premiere of an original series in Ninja Kamui. Or as the announcer calls it, Ninja Kamui. I was wondering about that. It almost sounds like you're saying ye, actually. Kamui. It, 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 it's, is that Hiro Yui? I don't know. It's like, it's like Banjo-Kazooie, Ninja Kamui. There we go. Yeah, I, I was literally wondering this. I'm like, I've seen X. I thought this was called Kamui. Uh, it doesn't uh, follow how things are pronounced in Japanese, but uh, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. We can pronounce it however we want. It's not... Some co- you 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 said kamehameha. I said kamehameha. Well, whatever. Please don't send us angry tweets about proper pronunciation. <sighs> Speak- <laughs> Speaking of kamehameha and kamehameha, uh, I gave you an opening. Uh, I didn't so, even mean so, to. So so in uh, in 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 Demarco's recent Q and A, which Paul and Stephen were very kind to collaborate on putting together a selection of his answers, which is up on ToonamiFaithful.com for your reading pleasure. Uh, somebody asked, can Dragon Ball Z come back? And DeMarco said, definitely possible. That cheeky son of a gun. He knew <laughs> what he was doing. Because mere days later... Okay, I guess it's been more than a week. But uh, in the same month, yeah, DBZ Kai's coming back to Toonami on February 24th. Yay. More Dragon Ball reruns. reruns. I mean, if if people watch it, people like it. Good for them. I will not. I'm not going to watch it. I'm completely indifferent to it. They just gave me a solid reason to go to bed earlier. Yeah, oh, I'm the first one to go, yay, Dragon Ball, but not the same one. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, all Paul I'm... can say is, why not Thundercats? <laughs> why not? Thundercats? I mean, I'm, why I'm, not Thundercats? Let me join in on that. I'd rather one. have Thundercats. 
You know what? I Actually, mean, I would too. I mean, that, that thought was on my mind tonight. <laughs> it's always on your mind, Paul. It's always on your mind. Paul's the only one well, in the world who thinks about Thundercats more than I do. Well, I mean... <laughs> I mean, I could sit here and say, well, why don't we have the 80s Thundercats on right now? Yeah. <laughs> okay. The, the, the old, I, I, I say Paul, but there's also Leo. Pa- pa- Paul's like that meme of the guy standing, sitting in bed, looking up at the ceiling, and the girl's looking over and saying, what's he thinking about right now? And he's thinking, why don't they play Thundercats on TV <laughs> anymore? Percent. That's Paul. That is not what I'm thinking. Like 100 percent of the time. Jesus. Okay, not 100 percent of the time. So listen, <laughs> listen. It's it's 50 percent Thundercats and 50 percent oh. Ronin Warriors. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, yeah, Ronin Warriors. Yeah, let's let's replace one discotech show with another, shall we? Because I'm burying the lead here. They're taking off IGPX after the 13th episode. Why? I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, it would work well with Ninju Kamui and uh, and Demon Slayer right now. So there you go. <laughs> it would, it would. Honestly, I don't know why they're not just playing the sub of Ninja Kamui right after Naruto Shippuden and have a Ninja Power Hour. That would make smart, perfect sense to me. Half ready. Uh, yes. According yes, to Jose, it is. Yes. Okay. According to Jose, remember, it's ready to go. He had an he, issue. I, I thought I seem to remember last year when they started airing, he wasn't sure if they would all have been ready to air it all together. So yeah, they yeah, uh, remember that <laughs> they caught him by surprise by keeping it on the regular lineup after it was supposed to just be a preview. So what's but, the reasoning then behind not having the rest of the series? I can answer that. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. I could answer that. I I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's going to actually happen, but mm, what's your conjecture? Yeah. Conjecture away. Me suspects that Thundercats is coming back. No. um, (laughs) I I suspect that Shippuden is probably going to end, end and not like repeat. And when that happens, that's just going to make me sad. And then when that happens, IGPX is probably going to play the second season. So that's what I think. I kind of see that. I could see that. I just. I mean, how many more episodes are left? There's 13 episodes. They're they're cutting it off halfway. Technically, the end of the first season, depending on how you look at it. It was produced as one thing, but it's one IG season and then another IG season. So I consider it two seasons, regardless of however it is broken up for real. But man, I don't I think they're really gambling there because you got people watching it now, theoretically. What guarantee is it that they're going to want to resume whenever they bring it back? <laughs> it's it's questionable to me. I mean, it's only been around here for 13, technically 14 weeks. So, I uh, mean, I, mean just, I, I, I don't I, know. I honestly think that shows you that they're not going to be able. I mean, yes, DeMarco did say that he he expects to see a lot more series on this year, but it's like, um, really, how many are you going to have besides your originals? You know what I mean? Like, here's the thing about that. So they just spent some money getting back DBZ Kai, probably a really good deal from Toei. I don't doubt that. Oh yeah. But 
why are you bothering with that for two thirty? I you know I maybe it's, I mean just getting ready for Dima. I mean, do I gotta probably getting ready for Dima? I also think it was a good deal. I don't. I doubt that they had to shell out a lot. I'm sure it was a good deal. Yeah. Was was it a deal good enough that they might be in a lurch later? Like if if they can continue to fill twelve to two a.m. No problem. Like most of the year, fine, whatever. But if they find themselves in a lull period because they spent some money to get back DBZ Kai unnecessarily, I'm mean, like, now you have fucked up. <laughs> I I don't think it's going to be like that. I, I, I think, I honestly, I, I think this is I'm more or less... I believe that they know what they're doing, but... Well, they, they uh, do know what they're doing, but I I, I think it's more... Along the lines of what happened with One Piece, and Toei's probably like, "Hey, we want this on TV. Just put it back on TV." Oh, by the way, it's cheap for you. Oh, I because guarantee. When I say it's getting ready for Dima, that's exactly what I think is going on. It's it's totally it, it could be is most likely what's going on. It's also most likely their substitute for when ship it in ends. And we know that Crunchyroll is going to get pissed and throw a hissy fit when they can't have the show <laughs> <laughs> first. Yeah, probably. Oh, but boy. that's why I like that's that's one of the that's one of the only reasons I like Toei. So, you know, I mean, hey, Toei if they want to keep not it, actually your friend, Paul, trust me. Well, I know. I know. But hey, if they want to keep feeding Toonami shows, that that's fine with me. I'm good. I just don't see the point in bothering this for two thirty in the morning when it surely was not free. Well, I mean, if you remember. Podcast episodes years past, I, I said that when they ended uh, DBZ Kai, that they should have stuck it towards the end of the block anyways, and that would have still had yeah, people... I'll tell you how they should be making use of these television rights. They should be slapping it on weekdays. That would also I mean, be that... pretty smart. Yeah. I don't mind it being at the end of the block. What I mind is I'm taking off a show for it. I definitely mm-hmm. think playing DBZ during the week would be great. For a Played lot of right after reasons. Checkered Pass at 7 p.m. There That's you go. Yeah. Perfect. Exactly. That'd be perfect. Why I mean, not do both? Uh, why not air it during the week and there you go. I, they could do that too. It just seems like why, why are you paying for this to play it at 2 30 in the morning? I mean, I, 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 see I don't them. see the logic in that. Uh, people I, I do that. see them. They just expanded the block that. by a half hour to fit in the Ninja Kamui subbed episode why not just shift it back to 230 pair it with naruto ship it in bada boom bada bing you know spend no money <laughs> it ain't that hard i just it, it just makes sense that if they're not they're not spending a lot of money on it why not have the show but also in the, in the sense that you know <laughs> now don't get me wrong i am you know, totally okay with Battle Stadium D.O.N. ending uh, Toonami, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. wow, I have not heard that <laughs> reference in a long time. I mean, but, it's it's also DBZ Kai, so I mean, people are going to tune in and watch it. So that is true. And actually, Colt had the theory: maybe they're doing this so they can raise the viewership of Sub Nijikamui. Is like might be on to something with that. But to that, I say. Ship it in would have done just fine for that. <laughs> but and I'll, I yield. 
people are always going to watch DBZ. Yeah. And again, if they manage to schedule the rest of the block just fine the rest of this year, whatever. But if they don't, I'm going to have more words. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you got you have One Piece, you have Dragon Ball Z. So you got two long running series still. Shippuden's going to end. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it kind of makes sense that they had to try to find something to kind of fill the void because Boruto fans stay losing. <laughs> I mean, it didn't do well. Why why would you keep something that didn't do well? I love Boruto. I, I hate that. That makes me so upset. Right, but how many but how know, many how many curls are there watching Boruto right now? You know, I felt like it got a bad reputation before it had a chance to thrive, so a lot of people just didn't bother. And honestly, yeah. because there's, That's like Spech said, there's always going to be people who watch Ship It In. That's the audience that would watch Boruto. So I my my fantasy of how this will end will be having Boruto replace it and then play the season that they didn't play and keep keep going with that series. Because honestly... Because honestly, like, I think there's this this weird reputation of how second generation shows have done. The expectation is super high because people have this nostalgia. We've talked about how nostalgia tends to negatively color later, later sequels. And I think that that is one of the things that Boruto suffered, just like a Yashihime suffered from, you know, that people are unfairly critical of it. Because I watched I watched Yashihime and Boruto again, and objectively, they were pretty good series. Like, and I've said this before, there's so much trash anime out there. Those, <laughs> they, have, they have solid casting, solid animation, good storyline, good character development. Like, like, these are all, like, solid B-plus or higher shows. Okay. You can't ask better than that. Just saying. I mean, here's the problem though. How much are some of these anime companies overcharging for them? I mean, well, look we'll at never Crunchyroll. know the answer to that unless we, you know, get the right people in now, the bar and, and ply them with some cocktails. And the no, I, I think well, you know, it, it's, I think the measuring stick, so to speak, to see if like they're actually playing ball is, and this is outside of Anaplex, mind you, if Crunchyroll comes out and and gives, let's not gives, but let's Toonami, you know, play a show that's popular because if that happens, then maybe, you know, now, Crunchyroll is kind of playing ball a little bit more. At, at this point, you can't really say that they're playing ball because, well, it's not, they're not Crunchyroll series. These are Aniplex series that they're getting. So, I mean, we're going to be talking about Demon Slayer here next, but, you know, we're talking about, and I'm going to pronounce the, the name of this, this show wrong, but the one that's currently playing on Toonami with the two female leads. Okay, good. Thank you for saying that because I probably would have screwed that up. There's Um, a couple (laughs) different ways to pronounce the word Lycoris. So, I mean, I I mean, you can you can feel like there's some kind of loosening of of the rope, so to speak, from some of these anime. Now, the question is, how how loose is it? 
you know, are we going to get the next arc of Demon Slayer? I, I don't see why they wouldn't let us have that leading into whatever the, the next brand new arc is with the Hashira. Um, but you know, are we going to get something? Are we going to finally get bleach? Are we going to finally, you know, uh, um, in Hulu land, that's going to be a little tricky. Right. I mean, I, I, I'm not saying that that's crunchy roll, but technically it's not on TV. So it's like, again, these, these rights are so screwed up. We know this, we've talked about this for years, you know, is, is the rights TV wise for bleach going to be available here soon? Cause we all know once those become available and Toonami is able to buy those rights, they're going to put them on adult swim. It, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. Um, I'm just going to throw this out there. Blue exorcist. And I'm going to leave oh, it there. Just, yeah. oh, I was just throwing gonna, it and leaving it. <laughs> I was, I was going to say Thundercats just to piss you guys off. But... <laughs> you won't piss me off of that one. No, you, I, I would hope not. How old are you? Yeah, I would uh, hope not. Yeah, no, I love Thundercats. <laughs> you know what? You know what, Curl? Just because you said that, I want Silverhawks back. But it also has who? It's Silver also a Hulu. Silverhawks. Uh, partly metal, partly real. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, but that's entirely up to Warner Brothers. Discovery. And by the way, yeah. I, it never played on Toonami, but I mean, you know, that would be hilarious to have on Toonami. Yeah, that didn't ever play on Toonami, and no, that's it weird. It is. They weird. actually played it Network, adjacent. But... Yeah, they played it like next to Toonami at one point, which was weird. <laughs> it was very weird. It's like it's uh, like you had all these eighty series, and then here's Silverhawks, and you're like. One plus time. it's fine. One plus one didn't equal two there, but okay. You know, anyway. I I don't think that they are opposed to those hidden treasures from days of yore. I've seen Demarco post on Twitter, like I can't remember the series. It was one of those girl mecha series that it was hidden gems that he recommends. Ray Earth? What they talk about Slayer? Ray Earth? Yeah. Oh, Ray no, not Slayer. Ray Earth. Maybe, maybe. But talk about um, a while back, yeah. But you know, I think there's an appetite for acquiring one of those. It's just it. (laughs) You also have to deal with Big Brother Warner, who probably wants newer, sexier shows. On, you know, I I find that a lot of times, like you, you you can you can want to run your organization a certain way, but there's somebody above you who has the final say, who has a very different idea of what that looks like, ultimately. I mean, I mean, look, I, I don't want to bring this into the conversation, but what was it? It's Disney, Warner, Warner Media, Discovery, and what was the other? Oh, Fox, Sports are all combining into one th- streaming service. So Yeah, do I mean, that with cartoons. Please. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, don't, didn't we have something like that called Cable? We yeah. did. Okay. But Technically, is, it's so still I'm not something crazy. called My Hulu. memory is still correct that there was once upon a time <laughs> something that existed just like this that mm-hmm. we could watch all these varieties of shows and pay for them all. Yep. And they were readily available with all the variety you could imagine. Mm-hmm. Gee. And it still exists. However, all the channels have become borderline one show channels. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if uh, you want the old cable experience, just watch Pluto TV. They have one. Sh- they have one show, but you can watch all their older shows on their own subscription service. 
That's right. That's the grift. If you want to, well, yeah. if you want to shell out five ninety nine per channel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's I. You know, Sketch did tweet that out, and to be honest with you, I, I would, I would not be surprised if this, quote unquote, sports streaming service that they come up with, does well. I could see them maybe not doing a cartoon streaming service between the three or four of them, but I could see them doing maybe a um, multi-channel. The kind sports of one already service. contains TNT and TBS. Yeah. Which do much more than sports. Exactly. So, I mean, it, I, I know that I bring that up, but it's it, it's just going to be interesting to see, like, what the that landscape That was not like. on my bingo card, that's for sure. No, I don't think it was <laughs> yeah. on anybody's. And what else was there? And, you know, speaking speaking of Thundercats, you know, apparently DeMarco has been, has been circling the water, so to speak, to see what he can do with it. So... I'll, I'll help you with it, Jason, if you ever get it going. I don't care. Uh, you want somebody to work on Thundercats, that's, <laughs> that's when you bring in Leo Convoy. That guy knows more about Thundercats than uh, I've ever forgotten about it. <laughs> well, now hey, that we've exhausted this conversation that we've all had many, many times before. Uh, that's but that's true. that's what that's why the podcast is fun, Carl. Yes, that's true. I'm ready to talk about Flash Air things, including yes. the very sexy ninja Tengen. Yes, very flashy. So that's yes. that it's uh there's a reason he can get away with having three wives. Wait, wait, wait. I, I was gonna say that I was gonna say flashiness and um oh not see you made me lose my train of thought. Polygamy? Oh, it's called <laughs> polygamy. Polygamy, that's what I was gonna say. Flashiness and polygamy. <laughs> and boy, does uh Zenitsu not not like that. Oh my gosh, <laughs> His reaction is the most incel reaction. He's he's completely jealous of him. He you want us to find up. you a wife? I didn't say anything about that. It's you want us to find never. your wives? You have three wives? And you will never have the kind of game that Tengen has, so he's just bitter and mean about it. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Of course it is, I will say Uzui did not give the best first impression, you know. No. Casually abducting a girl who's not even in the Demon Slayer gore because he needs somebody to go undercover and, you know, just kind of doing whatever he wants because he's who he he's such a big deal. <laughs> the God of Festivals. <laughs> I am I'm the God of Festivals. Nice to meet you, God of Festivals. I'm the God of the Mountain. <laughs> it's the King of the Mountain. <laughs> I'm the King of the Mountain. <laughs> yes. Oh, Inosuke. <laughs> and it seems like Tanjiro's even buying it, and Zenitsu's like, are they both buying this crap? What the? <laughs> but Tanjiro's like, no, obviously, he's he's just our senpai. <laughs> and he deserves respect for that, but he, he's no god of festivals. But we gotta go after like, him. He's, he's getting away. Tanjiro's like, sure. All right, yeah, god of festivals, cool. All right, anyway... <laughs> I mean, I mean, he did go from trying to steal like little girls to now stealing little boys to help him. So he really uh, you did, you, 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 the boys are not being stolen, yeah, but he just had to freeze. All right. Boys. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Coerced. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's make it the right way. Well, coerced is not 
inaccurate. No, I just got to talk about these these faces that they make in oh this episode. God. These giant head faces. I'm like, what is <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> They're amusing. I'll grant you that. Also, I really appreciate that we get the Omakes on all these episodes. Those are fun. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think we got that in the first season. We absolutely no. did not. No. Um, I saw those for the first time when I bought the Blu-rays. They're funny. Yeah, they're they're delightful. You, you get little extras, like about the muscular mice. Yes! yes love the muscular mice! Very uh, important. I, I love those things. <laughs> they have to be narcissistic enough to love their muscles. <laughs> yeah, so that they can perform menial tasks like giving you your weapon in the nick of time. Hey, they're somebody's got to do it. Yeah. yeah. And they're Deuce very strong. Mice. Very. This is this is the Dusex Machina moment that we all needed and we didn't know we needed. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you, in the final battle, those mice are gonna be very crucial. It's true. <laughs> Probably. Uh yeah. So the plan is to have the boys pretend to be girls and uh, go spy at three different houses. I'm sensing a theme here, Sketch. I told you. Coercing. Coercing. Stranger danger! Stranger danger! Like I'm, I know they're not that attractive, but under your tutelage, madam. Really. Man, he... <laughs> I can't even think of the analogy, but he could talk. he could talk anybody into anything. I love that that <laughs> Tanjiro's just like, okay. <laughs> you know, Tanjiro's just down, man. He'll do anything. Nosuke doesn't really care so much as long as he gets to fight demons, but but mm-hmm. obviously he can't speak. He can't get away with pretending to be a little girl. <laughs> Even though See, that's really funny to face. me because we all remember Bryce Pappenbrook's girl Kirito con- <laughs> voice, right? <laughs> Oh, that was precious. <laughs> Wait, can you can you do an impression of Girl Kirito? Oh no, not really. But Aww. it was something like root for me. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Brings back good memories. Oh, Kirito, why? <laughs> no, but I loved it. A, but I'm a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. How do none of these people realize that they're not girls? Well, one person does. Good. Yeah. She did seem to, you know, have a good head on her shoulders. So, <laughs> but well, like everybody fair, else is Inosuke like, is what ugly girl? So there's that. Yeah. Inosuke is a very pretty boy. They're like, oh, we got that garish makeup off of. Look how beautiful she is. Just don't speak. <laughs> <laughs> don't speak. Don't game. speak. I know just what you're thinking. <laughs> and it's, you want to kill a demon. <laughs> now, yeah. I want to take bets on how long is it going to take before Noske speaks. Yeah. It didn't take long. No. But... No, <laughs> He's just running through the halls yelling. <laughs> what was and he no... yelling, Sketch? What was he yelling? Yeah, he keeps thinking he's Lord. He's the Lord of the mansion. Him need an example what was he saying well, at, at, at that time i'm i don't even remember which that that's not the that's not the moment that's uh you're thinking of a different moment we'll get there 
but yeah, he's he's yelling at. Uh, he at was the chasing like, a demon. What did the demon look like? Come on, come on. Look like some kind of worm. You sound like a dying animal. <laughs> As Tenguin said. <laughs> Excellent. I do. I do love Bryce Sinoske. It's very fun. You do a good impression. You really do. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you. I gotta go log off and play Sword Art Online. <laughs> oh, Jesus this Christ. is starting to get into my muscle man. Oh, my. I was gonna you know say who that. Else? Loves Demon Slayer, Mam Mam. <laughs> oh Lord! It's, it's, it's an homage, not, Bryce. It's an. This homage. is what happens when funny. sketch. It does it's not have never, Baja Blast. It's, it's never going to be not amusing to me that the the voice of Muscle Man and various other characters like Pops and uh, Benson in regular show looks like a skinnier me. <laughs> it just it's weird to me. But anyway. Uh, so in those case, chasing down a demon a- after uh, a point, because um, indeed all of uh, all the wives have have gone missing, and while Tanjiro is being a very very good little servant and helping out in any way they possibly can, that's Tanjiro. <laughs> and, yes, and Zenitsu is quietly seething and being really good at playing the shamisen. <laughs> And also getting in trouble with the the local mean girl, Warabahime. Uh, who, wouldn't you know it, she's an upper-level demon! Shocker! Who could have seen yeah. that one coming? But it kind of trips you up around, because there's, it seems like there's two demons. They yeah. sure have the worst luck. These kids keep running into... Powerful yep. demons. <laughs> At least they're kind of looking for trouble, but they're not looking for that much trouble. No. We we even see that Muzan really thinks favorably of Daki and, and thinks she's very strong and beautiful. And he's probably just whispering sweet nothings into her ears. But unlike, <laughs> <laughs> I mean... um, gosh, I can't even remember his name again. The guy with the stripes on his face, Laser, who was, who okay. was he? Akasa? Yeah, Akaza. Unlike Akaza, who, you know, kind of had a bit of a pride to him as he's like, I took care of one of the Hashira. She's all like, Oh Lord Muzan. Oh, I'm so I'm so blessed by your presence. Thank you. For, thank you for being here. It's like she did she knows how to grovel. Uh, her and Enmu. Yeah. And uh, I guess that's uh that's what you gotta do when you're in the presence of Muzan. Otherwise, you're going to feel pain. <laughs> Pretty much. It's almost like yeah. Muzan's got an ego or something. Definitely. <laughs> and also, apparently, she's killed many Hashira. So he's he's very pleased with her work. I kind of wonder, is this is that meant to be over a very lengthy period of time? Because That's a good question. I get a little anxious when they present that kind of lore because it seems like the Hashira are dropping like flies and the demons are able to brag about, like upper level demons brag about killing them. And it's kind of like, it, it gives the impression that they're fighting this losing battle. And I I, I don't like when, when world building is presented that way that the very powerful 
demon fighting organization is semi-helpless against these very powerful demons that they're supposed to be suppressing and that they keep losing the best of their ranks. And it kind of seems like, well, what's the point? Oh, wait, then you can have these. And then, of course, for the sake of the story, we have these rookies that come in and magically, like, exterminate them. I, I just... I just feel like that's lazy writing. Like, mm. I don't know. I, I love if this I series. Can... They do a great job, but I don't like that. They, it, it's, she's bragging about killing all these Hashida. We are all very raw from Mugen Train arc. That was a very painful arc and we're sad about that. And so it's like, oh yeah, let's talk about more trauma that the organization has to deal with. So it's made clear at certain points in the story that this has been going on for a very, very long time. And when people are, yeah, they, they, they go through Hashira very quickly. The, the mortality rate, when you, because, and the reason Hashira go get taken through real quickly is they're sent in to fight the most nasty cases. It's not that the, the Demon Slayers are, are powerless. Yeah. It's a matter of, well, if you throw people at the, the level 5 hurricane, yeah, their, their mortality rate goes down. So you only want some people who are most likely to survive that, but that still means that the, they, they, they lose Hashira. I mean, yeah. we, we lost to Hashira not that long ago. Yes, I remember vividly. As do I. Was, I it I was mean, horrible. It's one of the strongest, uh, most emotionally impactful moments in the whole story. It is. And honestly, yeah, um, Hashira don't drop super, super fast, but fast enough. It's a wonder that anybody lived long enough to retire. Yeah. But we know of at least two that did. It's true. But I do like that. I mean, obviously, this Oiran is, you know, a word I can't say. And on this podcast, but um, she's she's evil. She's not good. So she's going. She's been doing this for quite a while. They make a comment when she's um, when the the one madam confronts her about her abuse of the other of the other um, courtesans. Mm-hmm. She points out that there's been this longstanding legend about other Oiran who are disdainful and abusive, but very, very beautiful. And they share her characteristics. So there is, it does imply that there's this history of it. And I love when the series, when any anime does this, but in this series particularly, throws in little lore bits like that to, to add, um, to add more to the story, like without having exposition, you just have it, thrown in there in the conversation and you you pick it up from paying yeah. attention kind of thing i think that that's that's good writing i As like a that writer they're doing show not tell yes yes it's always better to do that yep and i'm more willing to forgive too that they do that typical anime thing where they go back and forth in time with like tengen you know meeting his wives kind of thing or moments of training of um, the three boys. Like I'm more willing to forgive that because they have such good writing in other ways on this series. Mm -hmm. I definitely agree. 
Mm. What me, the guy who's commonly on the Demon Slayer podcast, like Demon Slayer? What? <laughs> shock, shock, what? shock, 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 shock. I don't think I I've know. actually spoken about Demon Slayer on any of the podcasts no, I yet. Don't think you have. I don't think I've been on since like season one stuff. <laughs> I do remember like it back in the day after season one aired, because it took me by surprise. And I didn't think I would like it as much as I did. And I really liked it. And then I remember us talking about not getting season two and constantly bringing up how much we wanted season two. And that was probably the most that I talked about it back in the day. <laughs> and now that we have it, I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm gonna, I, I've already watched this season, but it's been a while. So it's, it's a great refresh. I don't really remember in detail. And so it's kind of like watching it again for the first time with a vague recollection of what happened and i'm thoroughly enjoying it like it's not taken anything away from me having seen it before because you pick up things you didn't notice mm -hmm. and oh, you can yeah. appreciate el other elements of it because you're you not also notice things in the opening sequence oh, yeah. oh yes lots of, and this, lots of little things this series is has been so emotionally heavy i feel like especially after the last arc like you just really feel you always feel that vulnerability and that potential sense of loss of characters. Like you feel like they may not make it this time, every mm -hmm. time they get in one of these arcs. And and so I think that they do a really good job of building that tension in these fights, that the stakes are very high. And I, I hate it and love it at the same time. <laughs> and to that, I really appreciate the angle that after uh, Uzui, and his three wives have been ninja assassins for years and years and years where the mission was the most important thing. He says, no, come back. You have to live. That is more important than the mission. I'm like, dang, man. Awesome. Oh, yeah. No, you Uzui is one of those great characters. That's why you don't want to go just on your first impression, because if you go on your first impression of this guy, as we <laughs> described earlier, he's the worst. And yet, the more you get to know this character, he's one of the best. He's a smooth operator. Mm -hmm. Ain't that the truth? Mm. <laughs> Absolute Chad. He's legitimately <laughs> one of my favorite characters in this arc. I'm ex yeah, it's a I'm excited to see him fight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh yes, that's gonna be fun. Yeah. So the whole investigation period of this arc is honestly very brief, and it's not long before, hey, we're starting the final battle. Yeah, this most of this arc is the battle, but it's a good battle. It is a good battle. I will not, I will not say otherwise. And it's, oh, there's some really creative stuff in here, using the, the, the belt ribbon thing as the obi. a... As a... As, it's called as an obi. Woman. As an obi, yeah. yeah. It's uh as first, it, it can trap people inside of it and save them to eat later, or it can just straight up absorb them. And also it can be used to abduct people from just cracks in the walls. Like, that's <laughs> that's pretty OP stuff. Yeah, and honestly, seeing it for the second time, I've, I noticed how really beautiful the style of the... Um, material is like it's it's they mm -hmm. make an effort to make it authentically a beautiful japanese obi and even just little other little details in like the clothing um that it's it's very clear that these courtesans are wearing really sophisticated uh um uh, 
clothing items like silk and and then the the wallpaper with the koi fish and there's just details in the drawing and the animation that are really the very special visual. hairpins yeah they're that, very that the one oiran gives to the the two little girls yeah it's really beautiful really beautiful like the the ribbon if you get past the the part that the obi is an evil part of warabahime you can see that it's actually like a beautiful piece of cloth too with a lot of a lot of people being very cut. durable <laughs> and bleeds a lot when you cut it yeah <laughs> Well. <laughs> you will believe an OB can bleed. <laughs> <laughs> and bleed it does. Because after a, a abducting Zenitsu in his sleep, which was probably a bad idea. <laughs> probably. Oh, no, wait. He, he, he did wake up. He did wake up. I guess he just fell asleep while he was inside of it. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, best boy Inosuke tracks down the the ob demon who after uh, destroying the <laughs> facility oh the madam is not pleased <laughs> the madam is not pleased it's like oh boy what have i done <laughs> that's what i get for picking somebody who's just beautiful that's probably no good at anything else <laughs> very very questionable face. choice <laughs> Very she covers with the choice. creepy forehead. <laughs> <laughs> the creepy forehead. <laughs> there's a monster attacking There's a boar monster attacking everywhere. <laughs> what does it want? <laughs> it, wants, it wants to attack the ribbon. <laughs> oh, boy. So he, he finds the lair is down somewhere <laughs> and all these courtesans are being held inside of it along with Zenitsu and two of Usui's lives. And he cuts them all out, which you know is generally bad because now there's a lot more people there to, to fight the Obi. And only Tanjiro is dealing with War Bahimi slash Daki. I'm just going to call her Daki for I mean, now. Yeah, it's Daki. Name. It's Daki. <laughs> What a name, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Daki. Uh, and Tanjiro's like, oh, my gosh, my body, it's not moving. I can't respond. It's like, wait a minute. Actually, I'm fine. <laughs> Get your head in the game, Tanjiro. <laughs> he has such a tremendous amount of resilience, that boy. <laughs> very, very resilient. Because he understands. Backup might not be coming. Yeah, I have I have to do this. No, kidding. there is no if ands or buts. On I that have to note, do this. on that note, did it bother anyone else that there are five people fighting the fucking Obi and Tanjiro's out there on his own with the big buck demon? <laughs> like, well, you see, Tanjiro's the, the main character, so. Yeah, but like he's trying to take all that on on his own, and the rest of them are fighting a ribbon. They're fighting a ribbon. Come on, somebody go OP ribbon. But yeah, I mean, uh, they they need to hurry up and <laughs> go go help Tanjiro. I felt like Inosuke and sleeping um, Zenitsu could have handled it on their own. They probably could, because sleeping Zenitsu is so OP. <laughs> he's definitely he's definitely like. <laughs> Like you should be here. asleep all the time. Yes, I. 
Ain't that the truth in this game. <laughs> yep. Yep. And yeah, gets the wives out and they're like, hey, you're pretty good. Now let's take this thing down. And then Uzu shows up and is like, all right, let's get really flashy. <laughs> go help Tanjiro, please. Yeah, someone someone go help Tanjiro. I mean, he's he's being his flashy self, but he needs help. <laughs> He is implementing. He's having a very, very well. flashy losing battle. <laughs> uh, uh. He's hanging in there. Well, he's not completely alone, of course. He does have Nezuko with him. Yes, he does. Bless Nezuko is best. Mm-hmm. Oh, Nezuko is amazing. I love her. She's the best forever. Hmm. Daki's whole back and forth with Tanjiro is very interesting. As she's like, you know what? I kind of like you. <laughs> you have such beautiful eyes. I just rip them out and eat them. But you know what I really like about you? You're like a rat. <laughs> it's like, woo, girl. Yeah, she's totally nagging him. <laughs> Erica Lindbeck, mm, doing the good stuff. Yeah. Doing the good stuff. I love that Wendy Lee plays the the Ovi. <laughs> that's that's fun. That's very fun. Good good stuff. So, yeah, we are uh, at, at the cusp of the fight, but I assure you, there's there's more story to tell here. It's not just fighting, because you know we got some backstories to cover. <laughs> Yeah. We'll get to that next time. <laughs> but Paul, how do you like uh, this this first half of the Entertainment District arc? It's very flashy. It is. Um, let's see, because I don't want to jump too far ahead. Um, I mean, it, it's it, obviously this is just the the tip of the iceberg, so to speak, as to what happens in this arc. Um, I do enjoy how, like, it seems like I don't want to be like Tanjiro's a super saying or something, or just Not a saying, I should say. <laughs> but, like, dude, like, every time he's, like, I, I feel like every time that dude gets, like, pummeled to pretty much close to death yeah he got the saiyan dna <laughs> yeah exactly like he just like all of a sudden he pops back up and he's like i'm stronger now and it's like apparently oh. he he's better at his techniques when he has a cold okay like whoa dude whoa you need to calm down some people are better under pressure though maybe that's just his deal that seems to work for naruto pretty well too hmm Tanjiro does have a lot of instances where he must be better under pressure. <laughs> mm. Yeah, he especially seen, and, and, and it's funny because it's like, yes, he goes on these missions, but he's not like intending to run into the main bad guy right away. It's like he, he has the knack he, for like, he's got the oh, look of the I'm main sorry. character. <laughs> It's like, oh, oops, I hit you. I'm sorry. Oh, wait, you're the main bet. Oh, you're one of the top four. Fuck. Okay. Um, shit. Let me pull out this fire uh, technique now that I'm trying to learn still. 
Look at oh. you. Your sword's already chipped. It must have been poorly made. The swordsmith is amazing. What are you talking about? That's terrible. You take that back. Yeah, and we'll, we'll get more into that <laughs> later into a different arc. <laughs> right, right. But, um, right. oh, that swordsmith's going to Oh man, I love that. I love the next arc. I haven't seen it yet. I'm so excited. I'm I'm so excited. Swordsmith is my favorite. Rewatching the entertainment arc is getting me pumped for watching this next season. And and I'm going to tell you right now, like as we go, obviously, you know, people have already seen this, so I can, I guess I can skip a little bit ahead, but I, I, I like how this leads up to psycho Tanjiro (laughs) where he just is just like, no, you know what? Psycho. No, no, no. I wouldn't say Psycho. I would say Berserker. Mm. Tanjiro. That's, that's pretty accurate. I like yeah. that he's experimenting with his new abilities with the water breathing and the fire breathing, trying to figure out what is his strength and trying to understand why some techniques work better for him than others. I really I would like to see that. I'm sure that they're going to keep exploring that more, but that it's really interesting because I think it kind of, it, it's a little peek into his family history and, you know, what maybe his clan, his abilities, his clan might have, or what's implied his, his, his bloodline might carry and, and what his strengths might be in the future. So I, I find that really interesting. Like the Hinokami Kagura. Keep watching and, this space. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. Huh? Keep watching mm. the show. You'll, you'll, uh, you'll get yeah. some answers. Oh, I'm going to keep watching. I'm going to keep watching. I'm probably going to watch twice. If if it happens like it did this time and, and Toonami gets it two years later, <laughs> I'll be watching it twice. <laughs> hmm. What, no one else thought that was funny? <laughs> so nice you watched it I'm twice. I'm doing my flashiest best. Come on. Ah. <laughs> uh. Honestly, it hasn't gotten that flashy yet, but it's gonna. Oh gosh, it will absolutely. the 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 end of this season, that fight is crazy. Oh, it's better animated than the movie, and I'm not kidding. Plus, so it made perfect sense that they put it in theaters eventually. Uh, yes, yes, it does. And if you're caught up on the Demon Slayer anime, you can see the last episode of the swordsmith arc along with the first episode of the Hashira training arc in theaters very soon it's an interesting pretty, trend pretty cool. that they're doing i was just talking with fjord on the uh, demon slayer podcast about that it's like on the one hand if you really really can't wait yeah and i mean if you want to see really cool fights on the big screen yeah but it's like i already watched this though <laughs> This? I I actually uh, powered through Entertainment District as the lead up to when they were doing Swordsmith, and then ironically didn't actually watch the rest of Swordsmith. So I'm kind of nah. I I really don't want to power through Swordsmith. I want to see if Toonami airs it, which they yeah. should. They should. They really, really should. I mean, I it's think they'll play up. it eventually, but whether or not they'll play it immediately, uh, I hope so, because they just spent a bunch of their budget on Dragon Ball Z again, and I hate that. <laughs> they just want to rock the dragon. Or maybe in the fall. I, I wouldn't necessarily mind a break, but why not just keep it going? There's, you never know. There's, there's plenty, plenty to show. I mean, back when they were initially trying to get it 
the hype was really there for Demon Slayer. And then now I think it it became a little bit more normalized while Jujutsu Kaisen took a place of being the hypest thing on the market. So yeah. I, I expect the the whatever, you know, change to get the pricing better will be somewhat close to that. I'm hoping that they can they can maybe make a deal for season three within a reasonable time frame based on, you know, the change in people's preferences and, and the hype level. I don't know. I'm but, hoping that either they go right into Swordsmith and then they have to wait like a year for the Hashira training arc or they break after this arc and then they run Swordsmith and the Hashira training arc back to back. I would actually be more than happy with that. Yeah, they're probably going to need a little something towards the end of the year. <laughs> this pairs so well, though, with Ninja Kamui. It really like, does. It, it's it a good one-hour segment. And then the transition through Licorice Recoil and then One Piece Naruto, IGPX. I feel like it's a really, it, it's a good flow. This was a good, good variety. It was a good block. I really enjoyed. I was actually I was watching on my phone because I couldn't I couldn't tweet, but I was thinking like, wow, this is a, this was a good night for Toonami. Like all the episodes were really good. There was a lot a of really action. flashy night. It was a yeah, flashy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were some flashy fights and everything. There were some flashy moments, some flashy humor. I was I was thinking like some flashy animation and everything. It was solid. I feel I feel good about how Toonami is right now. Much as I miss Dr. Stone, I do think it was a very solid lineup this past weekend. Yeah. Absolutely. And now they're going to ruin it with DBZ. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I prefer DBZ Kai to Super, so I'll say that much. But <laughs> uh, Definitely. As, as the resident hardcore Dragon Ball nerd, Super is... Like you might actually get me to watch some Kai reruns randomly, just to you know get to Nijikamui subbed, but yeah, I wouldn't do it for Super. That's for sure. The best part of Super <laughs> is the Broly movie and the superhero movie. So the movies, the Super movies and I've seen good. both of those, and they're and both they, great. They but, were great, but the show. The best thing about the show was the Goku Black arc, which they screwed up. <laughs> they couldn't make it work. They wanted to make Stop. it work, and then they're like, "Hey, let's have a show ending." Shoot, that man, that, that is, man is black. black. <laughs> oh my god! And never, never, never gonna live it down. Black. <laughs> never gonna live it down. Oh, it's, it's hilarious. Toei's not beating the allegations. Oh. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> and arguably neither is uh, Aurora nor Zorro. <laughs> I kill your kind for a living. <laughs> we have not done our live action anime discussion yet, but we will. Oh, it's coming. Ho hopefully soon. Hopefully you were a little soon. overdue for that. We are, but I, I wanted Yu Yu Hakusho to come out, which I really enjoyed. It I has problems, but... Probably watch it. I've actually heard it's pretty okay. You should. You should. It's also not going to take you long. It's only five. Oh, that's six episodes. Five, five, five episodes. They're hours. But... I, with the rest of the Internet, of course, have watched one piece. But <laughs> yes. But before we get off topic and ruin uh, yes. our potential future podcast, which I will be on. 
<laughs> I know that's super important here. Everybody cares. No, no, you're right. You're right. I want you to be on it. And <laughs> I also I want you to watch live action One Piece if you still haven't. Yes, I, I am watching it currently. But I'm oh, also good. watching and I want to talk about Ninja Kamui. I want to talk about it. Let's well, talk if about you've been it. watching it, then you know. You know how sexy live action Buggy is. <laughs> I'm hey, not yeah. commenting. I'm saving <laughs> my comments. I'm saving my comments for you. Look, I'm, just, I'm just saying there's a lot, Stay lot, lot of fan casts. A lot of fan casts. A lot of them. Yes, uh, live action boogie is really great. You but, don't know what my type is. I mean, I think it's pretty universal. It doesn't have to be a type, <laughs> but you know, different strokes for different folks. I understand. <laughs> I understand. But uh, speaking of different types, <laughs> uh, I shouldn't get into that yet. But <laughs> there is some divide on which uh, which Joe is more attractive. <laughs> Blonde bearded Joe or um, uh, rugged, rugged rugged Asian, dark haired, -haired skinny, skinny Joe. Yeah, that's the real Joe. They pulled the wool over our eyes with that man. They totally did. Wait a minute. That's the true Joe Logan experience sketch. It's true. It is the Joe. So he he experienced the Joe. Logan. Let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. Wait a minute. Are people arguing on social media about which Joe is cuter? Yeah. Everybody argues on social are you media kidding? about anything. Yeah, like, exactly. Look, are you not even oh aware what God. your own social media team are tweeting? <laughs> no, I don't sometimes. <laughs> well, it's you one know of their tweets, so, wanna, and there is conversation, so. There's too much Hamtaro on my feed, so no. Blonde <laughs> Joe gives a different vibe than oh, for sure. Than rugged Joe, I think Blonde Joe had he was he was country farm farm man family man, you know, and obviously rugged Joe is psycho ninja. Yeah, he also they're, looks they're a lot younger. Different. They're different for for different purposes. Mm-hmm. I agree. So the initial trailers for this show had the blonde bearded guy in the trailer. They're like, okay, cool. That's uh, he's supposed to be, uh, you know, in America. So maybe he's American or, or something. And then they come out with the, the newer trailer and they only show the other version of Joe and you're like, oh, did they change the character design? I mean, I was really thinking they changed the character design. But then there's brief glimpses in that trailer that show the other character design. I was like, well, why wouldn't you use the other one for some purpose? And they did. They did do that. In ways unexpected. But how weird is it to promote it with all those scenes when he looks completely different and then you start the first episode and you have this blonde bearded guy with his corn gentlemen i give you corn <laughs> i mean i would i would be perplexed but we do know that he's in hiding <laughs> that's not necessarily very clear in the trailers all that's clear in the trailers is he had a family emphasis on had holy crap that was the most anxiety building segment 
because you know, you all know what's going to happen. And they do a really good job of making you care, even though you know, like, Instead of it being a flashback, it's in real time. He's a ha- they're a happy family. They're precious as hell. And it's awful when it goes down because you actually care. And I thought that was that was well done. But it it's sucked. It's pretty hard to make you care in about 10 minutes. It sucked, though, to 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 lead up to it because you just could feel it. Like, it, there's no way. There, it's just all too great. It's all too precious. There's no way this is going to last. Even if you didn't see the trailers or had no idea what the series was about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you didn't see the trailers, I mean, that may not have been spoiled for you, but if you did see the trailers, you knew it was coming. And that's yeah. how, that's how I wrote my review preview of the first two episodes under the impression that people understand this is a revenge story. The catalyst, his family dies. Yeah. This is, and- this is known information. So, and- and you get it too. Like I don't yeah. think there's any question of him wanting revenge, like and being justified in wanting that revenge. Like I want revenge. I'm angry on his behalf. That kid was freaking adorable, man. That kid was mm-hmm. adorable. Yeah. The, I mean, the, his family wasn't murdered. His family was brutalized. Like they they were slaughtered. I appreciate oh the God. fact that they didn't show much oh, of God. that. Like. Just enough. Thank you for not like going to a different scene where mm-hmm. the dreadlocks guy is just repeatedly stabbing the kid and the wife. Like, thank mm-hmm. you for not doing that. But no, thank you for continually showing us that sequence of the stab through the wife's neck. Like, how many times you got to show me that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it had enough impact the first time. I mean, the sneering I mean, hey. root with the dreadlocks. I mean, listen, if that's what it takes for this man to, you know, bring out his shadow clone jutsu kind of thing that he's using. Man, <laughs> he was raring to go before that even happened. Like, first of all, big mistake looking away from your enemy. Ninja 101, dude. <laughs> but, also, well, my biggest question is, okay, you're clearly after him. Why'd you have to kill his family? To make him suffer. But the, the point is to kill him. Why? What, what is the point of making him suffer if you're just going to kill him anyway? A lot of these, the the, the um, philosophy behind some of these things, and, and I don't mean specifically about this world and this series, but in general, when it comes to, you know, slaughtering an escapee from a clan or from a, a, um, a mob or whatever, is that if you leave the child alive, they will come back and seek revenge. Yeah. So even though the child is an innocent and they should be left unharmed, but if mm-hmm. you don't, if you don't, they will come back and seek revenge and might succeed. So you have to kill the whole family to avoid someone seeking revenge, which is exactly what's happened here. Yeah, <laughs> they're kind of the making <laughs> that, that was the next point I was going to make is they're kind of making their own undoing here. Sure. Uh huh. <laughs> they didn't intend to leave him alive. No, no. They well, he didn't. was and literally I... too angry to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like I, I'm Levi. sure we, I'm sure we find out how he actually stayed alive, but there I mean, could be some kind of mystical element to it. Oh, clearly, yeah. there's clearly something supernatural. Well, yeah, he came back. 
And yeah. he had the ninja jutsu, as as uh, Paul put it. <laughs> My oh, guess. shadow. And this is shadow pure... clone. No, no, no. It's it's shadow clone jutsu. Kill everybody. I mean, he didn't clone himself, but he no, no, it's, shadows. It's the other one. The he other like breathed out black smoke. Yeah. Yeah. We'll call it shadow breath. We'll call it shadow breath. We see him shadow and breath. some of the other victims like do some yeah. crazy shit. And they, they, the killer guy makes a comment of, uh, oh, your kind can't hide. How much more about we're dealing with genetic engineering here? Or yeah, there's definitely something or... supernatural going well, on. Well, I don't even think supernatural. They got things. crazy tech, too. Uh, I think we're dealing with people who've been modified um, on the genetic level, either before mm. or after birth. Probably. I, I mean, absolutely we'll love how that comes out in the animation. Like, the action... It, it the camera kind of moves in this 360 fashion as both like right up front when you see the um bespeckled man fighting and then later on when you see Joe fighting the camera kind of swivels as he's moving very fluidly and just brutally you know taking on the ninjas attacking him like it's not trying to pretend that these are realistic movements they are obviously somehow super supernatural or preternatural in their abilities, but it's really great how they made that really fluid in and almost balletic, like in the action. I, I loved mm -hmm. that part of it. And it's fast. It's really fast. And I, I had to watch it twice to get it and really appreciate, you know, like how much movement was happening, how many frames per second were happening with the movements and with these action sequences. And I can't imagine that the other episodes won't have equally satisfying action sequences as well. I I will say episode two did not disappoint in that regard. It's, it's feeling like another um, parasite anime for me. And I, and I'm, I'm loving every minute of that. Yeah. Honestly, I, and by the way, I, I know I'm, I'm joking when I say shadow clone jutsu, but if you remember that one point, where he was fighting that main dude, all of a sudden you see like literal like shadows of, Oh yeah. You know? So it's like, yes, he was doing some kind of shadow clone kind of thing going on. Ninja but magic. This, yeah. And this dude was just like, I mean, uh, like this dude just like fucked up everybody at this point. It was like, dude, you shouldn't have killed my family and you shouldn't have left me alive. Now you're fucked. Yeah, so when he was rushing up the stairs, you, you saw he was trying to pull something out of his wrist, which he later succeeds in using after he's hospitalized. They don't pull any punches. You get it right at the beginning of the episode with a character we don't know anything about and we don't necessarily have any feelings about, but we watch him slaughter and be slaughtered like the first five minutes yep. it's like pow you know there there's this crazy action there are these bloody sequences he gets beheaded he gets his freaking head cut off it's right there and i'm telling you like this is this is the best thing that toonami can do right now for the people they're trying to appeal to is have a true adult animation with really adult themes but right out front at midnight first thing they see and have it be original like it's everything that i want to see yeah. in this block you can only see it. this on toonami yes well on max the next day but 
and for free on Adult Swim's website and app. Yeah, and you can see IGPX as well on their on their app. Which is smart. Oh, and by the way, speaking of Ninju Kamui, um, it, it's it's really interesting because so we we have a TikTok page. If none of you know about, we do. So what's really interesting about that is Adult Swim doesn't really post that much Toonami stuff on there, right? They've been posting a shitload of stuff about Ninju Kamui on there. So it's like, okay, are we actually, are we actually trying to promote a show finally? (laughs) So, you know, and gratefully so it's good. So, I mean, Hopefully this show is successful. Um, and I don't know what the intention is. is if this is just a one, one like season show, like most of them are, or if this is, if there might be more, but so far it's off to a really good start. I like the, um, I like that they pack a lot into the short period of time. There's a lot of subtle storytelling going on. Mm-hmm. You get you get some background from little hints in the series. Like there's clearly some kind of supernatural ninja stuff. There is this organization that other people have run away from and disguised themselves. They have been caught and killed and they're going around finding them now. Um, you know, there's obviously some kind of sophisticated technology. There's there's a lot of world building elements that they throw in there and they do it with not a lot of dialogue. When I rewatched it in the, the, the dub version, the Japanese, that's how it became much more apparent because there was so little actual dialogue. The most sequence of dialogue was just that one scene where the boy comes up with the mask and then the scene where the cop, the FBI agent, comes to talk to Joe. That was the those those had the most th- those scenes had the most dialogue, but it was all visual. Like ninety percent of that episode was visual, but you got so much out of it, and I I just thought like that's really cool to see, and that's that's how animation should be, I think. But if they're going to keep up that trend for the rest of the series. I'm really excited to see how it's going to turn out. Like, I think, I think this is going to be what I was hoping it would be just based off episode one. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) where were we on the plot? Uh, I mean, the plot is he just murders everybody. (laughs) I mean, do we really need to go into a plot? Yeah, that's the point. I mean, it's it's Joe's revenge tour, part one. What do you what do you want me to say? <laughs> it's yes, that that is true. Uh, just I just thought it was um, it was interesting when when they get slaughtered and you see like the the sparks and you're like, what what are they? Are they like cyborgs? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but you get the explanation why there are two different faces. They've had this super advanced camouflage, and that's how they were trying to hide for years. And you also notice things in the episode where they're out shopping, and he takes a moment to wipe down the handles to leave no fingerprints. 
little little things like that. And of course, he's got a security system. He's watching everything. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I like how he, he wakes up and now the... is how are they find him? Uh... Well, but but here's here's an even here's one thing that really caught my eye. Maybe it shouldn't have been one of the more important things, but I thought it was interesting. Was so obviously all these high tech ninjas are killing him trying to kill him and his family all of a sudden the police are almost there yeah well that, yeah that who called the police? that was weird yeah because they're so, out in the middle of the boonies right so how did the police know to show up system. that's the only thing i can think it must have been his uh security it could have been it could have been but i i feel like there's something else to that so that's they were there I, fast. I, I, I feel like joe wouldn't want the police to show up yeah yeah. Thank God they did, or he'd be dead. Mm-hmm. Con- considering that, oh, uh, he might have lived. <laughs> we don't know why he lived for sure, but uh, like later, the the FBI agent Emma, he doesn't want her getting involved, so he just knocks her out casually. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome, by the way. <laughs> Slaughtering all those guys at the I love, top. Yeah, of the that hospital. was hilarious. It's like that is such an awesome set piece. Like he's killing guys on top of the roof. He goes into the elevator. He kills the guys in the elevator, leaves a huge mess. It was like, all right, cool. No, it was more like different settings for the fights. I like this. It was more like it was more like shadow breathing. Kill a bunch of guys. Oh, excuse (laughs) me for a second. Knockout. Third floor, death and dismemberment. (laughs) Did anyone else get total recall vibes when he pulled the technology Mm -hmm. off his face? Yes. Oh, Mm -hmm. my God. Yes. Absolutely did. Girl. Girl, stop! You're aging us. <laughs> uh, OG Total Recall. Just, yeah. just so we are clear. Oh, you reminded me of that horrible remake. Oh God. They're good <laughs> they're, for different reasons in different ways. Dude, there there is nothing as good as the as the original Total Recall. I'm sorry. With Arnold, with the government. Like a good neighbor. Like a good neighbor. Good neighbor. Sorry, I had it's to bring what some I said. This. I've been re-watching the Terminator movies recently and enjoying the heck out of them. Stop after two. By yeah, the way, I... I was gonna say, by the way, speaking of Arnold, like, did you notice during that commercial for State Farm that they brought they brought in uh, Danny DeVito too? Yeah. I mean now we're twins. now we're definitely yeah, now we're definitely really aging ourselves. I'm just I'm just mad that that's not a real movie. Right. Oh, Lord. It's Bring not it sketch twins. because he keeps saying neighbor. neighbor. It's on the paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the governor. He's got the a governor. After a total recall. God, if it wasn't for those laws, he would make a good president. Yeah, total recall moment pulled the face off. It was great. Good it was. stuff. It was good stuff. So, good sci-fi stuff. Interesting moments. I was wondering the whole time, like, why is he blonde? Why is he blonde? Why is he? Oh. I didn't uh, like that the sneering brute was still sneering and smiling at the end as he was getting knifed through the chest. I was like, I wanted to see him grimace. I didn't want go, him smiling. Oh, shit, I screwed up. Yeah, I wanted to see that, too. Um, I was not satisfied with his end. Well, I don't think we're supposed to be, because if, if it was satisfying, then the revenge story would be over. You think oh, that's he's true. dead? Hint, hint. Oh. 
<laughs> yeah, I kind of okay. wondered that too. I figured. I mean, they got, showed you in the preview that he's stabbing him like a pincushion. He, he got so much screen time. I kind of wondered if maybe he wasn't dead. That guy sure had a voice. Oh yeah. <laughs> His face creeped the crap out of me though. Right? Yeah, that was that's a design. Holy cow. The not- designs are very reminiscent of uh, mid two thousands anime. Is a very good reason for that. It's the the guy who did the character designs for Afro Samurai. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so right, there's then. overall, I think the the soundtrack's really solid. I think the action's fantastic. They're they're doing lots of creative angles uh, creative tech ninja techniques and all of that my my one big what were they thinking was i'll, I'll put it this way uh samster from tsunami squad not to be confused with sam clutters had this comment imagine being stabbed to death while wonderwall plays oh yeah. the guitar yeah <laughs> This song, when I was watching this for the, when I was watching this for the review, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. I kind of feel nothing. <laughs> and then, and then they really, they really handed on with those montages. And I was like, are we really montaging things that literally happened minutes ago? <laughs> yeah, they could have done a slow guitar <laughs> song, but the one they picked just didn't work. It was weird. No. And a lot of people noticed this wasn't even like a thing that we're just complaining about to be nitpicky. A lot of people noticed. Oh, yeah. I saw a couple tweets about it. It was really odd choice. I saw several tweets about this. (laughs) It's totally dissonant from what's going on. It is. Yeah, I I think that they were going for a juxtaposition, but it did not land for me. You can do that. (laughs) No, you could have a slow playing guitar ballad, but they picked the wrong one. This one just didn't. It didn't work. They just reused this song too many times in the episode. Yeah, it worked for the emotional flashback and it would work Mm. for that, but it didn't work for the murder scene. No, 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 no. Odd choice. Don't don't think it was the best choice. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I have too many points for that. No, no, it's still a really good show. It was a good time. My question is, revenge stories tend to go one of two ways. One, it just leans into the catharsis. It's all about revenge. That's all that matters. And the others are like contemplating whether or not revenge is the best way. You know, that that kind of thing. Like the we already had two other revenge stories made for Toonami in Shenmue and Blade Runner Black Lotus. And they both handled the concept of revenge and how it affects you. Yeah, in different ways. So I think they're probably just going to lean into the catharsis on this one. And that might be for the best, because when they try to, you know, when they when when they try to get psychological with this stuff, it usually falls flat. (laughs) So maybe don't do that. Also. 
there's this trope in these kinds of stories where somebody precious to you dies and then they come back as an antagonist. Don't do that shit. Don't do that. If if his kid and his wife come back as cyborgs or some shit, no. No. I hope I didn't meme that into existence. <laughs> <laughs> I just, there's 11 more episodes. They could do a lot in 11 oh, they episodes. They can't. Ah. Um, that's actually my biggest worry, is the originals have all been okay at, well, not all been okay at first, but they've all, you know, been all right at one point or another, and then mm-hmm. they, they bought A lot of them had a pretty strong start. They did, they did. And then they kind of, by the end of it, you're like, that's not an ending. <laughs> or the case of Shenmue, <laughs> hey, great, let's have some more, oh, you wrote it off. Don't bring it up, it's going to make me angry. Yeah, fair. But, but... I think that, though, to be fair, with revenge themes, there is no ending, technically. There's only an end Cycle of, of revenge. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's very, it's, 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 I think, leaving things a little bit ambiguous. A, that's a very Japanese thing to do. <laughs> and B, that, that makes sense for that, for this Kind Hard of, to uh, imagine that art. Joe Joe is gonna live through this whole thing. Yeah, you know what? I don't. I, I mean, at this point, it's it's too soon to say whether or not it would matter because it's only been episode one. But mm-hmm. quite frankly, I like using revenge as a storyline because it's really flexible. You can do so much with it. You can do so much with animation with it. You can play around with it being focused on action or be focused on like the philosophical element or being focused on the mystery. Like there's a lot of paths you can take with having revenge as a plot line. And I'm okay with Toonami utilizing that because it's Toonami has the perfect venue for being flexible with what you can do with revenge. And this one particularly being a bloody, obviously very bloody cathartic angry ninja revenge story is like excellent we're we're all enjoying it so far so yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> i think I know, of all, like, all the, the all the about re- it sketch which is why i feel like i have to defend it a little bit <laughs> of all of the reviews that i've seen online and there's only been like five almost all of them are way nicer than mine <laughs> no wonder demarco didn't retweet <laughs> <laughs> I know I should have written it. I was like gushing after I watched it. I should have written that. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I've just I've seen so many revenge stories even recently. Of course, ever since John Wick, revenge stories are so in vogue right now. I just saw The Beekeeper starring Jason Stallman and it is about uh, a nice old lady who gets ripped off by cyber criminals. And I mean, I won't like, point it out here, but she, she takes her own life out of grief because they not only stole her money, they also stole like a, a ton of money from a charity that she's involved in because she gave all the information for that. And then Jason Statham, I said Jason Stalin, Jason Statham, he proceeds to track down the cyber criminals and kick their teeth in and i love it extremely satisfying i approve that is some massive catharsis for yes all scammers should go to hell yes Yes. of course 
you're not thinking that a hacker's just some bony guy behind a computer, are you? Well, yes. Actually, there was a good variety of uh, uh, genders and not white people <laughs> among the the young people that were working for this organization in the various buildings that it has. But of course, they're really just uh, sending the the security detail to deal with them for the most part. But he does. He does beat up some of the cyber criminals and the others. He's like, don't ever do this again. And I won't kill you. <laughs> okay. But all the, the, the John wick uh, trend aside, it is still a very effective means of telling a story that you can be creative with animation. And ultimately that is what Tumani wants to do. I just don't think you're going to top the beekeeper, <laughs> but that's okay. The beekeeper was absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> and honestly, not that great of a movie, but it was an entertaining time. And I am and I am enjoying this series. And I hope that it breaks the trend of Toonami originals that are mid. <laughs> I cannot believe you're mid, you're semi-mitting this and you are like fanboying like Chris Recoil. Like, I don't understand sketch. What makes you happy? Like, I don't well, get it. Where's your bottom girl, line? Girls with guns. <laughs> I mean, if it helps. See, mine's opposite. I want, got, I want boys with swords. If it helps. Nice. I did see that on HBO Max today. It was like in the top 10. So. Oh, that's good. It's also doing really well on uh, Apple Yep, I saw that. That's which I, is really encouraging. Mm-hmm. And I like this so much more than Lycris Recoil. Not that Lycris Recoil is bad. As uh, I've said, it's not bad. There's nothing wrong with it. I just I like be that fence better. sitter again where I'm between the two of you again. <laughs> no. Oh. Um, I fair. like it. I don't love it, but I like All it. All right, Paul, break the tie. I won't go as far as to say I love Lycris Recoil. I, I I haven't seen enough of it to say that, but yeah, well, I mean, I, am, I, I have to. I'm enjoying it a lot. I, I got to watch it first before I, I can break its ties. I can't so. say whether or not I enjoy it more or less than Ninja Kamui. I'm just, look, Toonami Originals have burned me too many times. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going into this with skepticism, but cautious optimism. I'm going to I'm going to staunchly defend the originals. And I said this before. If you're looking at a comparison to what the average material that comes out of an anime studio is, Toonami is so much higher in quality. I don't know, Everything I've seen a lot more anime than you, I think. No, but like, like there's a range. There's so much crap out there that that's oh, that's true. That's true. Out. And it's and it's really well, like even even the I'm voice actors. I'm not saying actors, any of them are trash. I'm not even saying grunge is trash. I like grunge for reasons. No, but I'm saying Toonami does put out, like relatively speaking, they do make an effort to put out solid shows. B and I'm going to defend tier. them. I B love okay. I, I love Blade Runner. I thought Blade Runner was beautiful. It, I loved the CGI. I I, I love the story. I love the way they were expanding on the universe. Some I think y'all like were way too hard on it, and I'm going to defend it till the day I die. I mean, the only one that I'm going to go, oh my god, oh my god, on is Shenmue, but that's because I'm a Shenmue dork. And I'm going to also defend Shenmue and hope that that one day in my in in my hope of hopes we get a season two. I mean, ah, hoping for Shenmue things has been my adult life. 
I will <laughs> stop ragging on Crunchyroll the day they decide to let that happen. Like that will be the day I stop giving them crap for being crap. Are you kidding? Because they're deleting people's digital libraries, and that's pretty bad. Uh, pretty oh bad. yeah, I was that was going to come up. I was too, actually. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you think that's bad, I mean, let's wait and see what Xbox does. I mean, Sony oh, already man. tried to pull people's discovery content, so yeah, so yeah, so, but they went back on that. They did, so but who, only because of backlash. For those who haven't heard, if you have not been online at all, um, Funimation is nearing the end of its planned merger with Crunchyroll and all of the content that digitally was bought if you had a Funimation um, account. And and obviously people who subscribed already know this, but the people who didn't don't. Um, They have no way of keeping that purchased content after the merger. And I can't help but wonder, how did they not know this when they planned this originally? They must have known this was going to be a factor. They've when had they two really years to figure it out. Care. They have had two years to figure this out, and they're just like, nah, we don't care. Oh, but they'll import your watch list and all oh, that. Oh, boy, my watch list. I, I sure is helpful. And it said, hey, we're going to merge your Funimation um, watch list. I'm like, why? I haven't it's had hard. Funimation it's for years. And then it's I hard saw not the to see that as not as as not deliberate. Like I can't help but feel that they were perfectly capable of doing it. They a don't want to invest the money and the technology to do so, and b they're greedy motherfuckers, Let and me, they'd rather uh, you have give to you some buy them. Evidence for that. I've That's mentioned how it I before, but I was promised. Oh yeah, we're gonna give you your time from your Funimation leftover annual Funimation subscription from 2021 into 2022. We're gonna add that to your Crunchyroll account. Okay, cool. How long is it going to take? Uh, we don't know yet. Okay. Mess- pestering them once a month, and eventually they're like, oh, no, we never said we'd do that. I was nice. a little leery of the price change, but I guess... It's I... not a price change if you've had Crunchyroll. It's a price change if you've had Funimation. That's, yes. That's, that's it's been still a price change, actually. For, for those right now, right now, it's $79.99 a year for Crunchyroll's base tier. By the way, you cannot get any of the higher tiers for a year. You have to go monthly with all of those, I'm which means it costs shit, more. Which I hate. So it's $79.99 right now. It's going to be $99.99 next year. Oh, so that's a $20 wow. price increase so that, for Crunchyroll. I, I, I assume that was giving them mega fans what I thought they were going to do. So they're, mm. they're, they're just raising the price of fans. Oh, that's garbage. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping that they don't up the price of any of the other tiers since they're already not available well, at that for point, a year. What's, what's, at that point, what's the point of uh, fan? I know, right? Yeah, the like the super fan is like it's a hundred and eighty a year. I actually switched <laughs> to mega fan recently because of the uh, store discounts. Yeah, they're nice. They uh, really want to be the Amazon of anime. It kind of <laughs> pays for itself over fan just for that, and then you get mm-hmm. all the bonuses. Like yeah. literally in two six screens is crazy. Oh god, yeah. I don't need that many. Man, but I, I wish High Dive would at least give me two. At least High Dive has profiles. Oh. <laughs> what's the point of that when you can only have one screen? Um, because I can have my uh, brother-in-law use it when I'm not using it, and he can watch stuff, and I don't get my history screwed up with. 
Yeah, but it would really make more sense to have at least two screens. I mean, it would be nice, but I would I would rather have profile. Yeah, Netflix doesn't even dive. give you two screens for one for the base level. So why would why would anyone else use? Who? Ah, <laughs> yes, and Disney and Hulu are gonna crack down on yeah, password like... sharing. Yay! Yeah, because we all have a million dollars that we can spend monthly on on a billion streams versus. I don't think these companies realize that they're not all Netflix, and this is not going to work for them. Honestly, the 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 this is actually going to cost them more money because this is going to drive more people to pirate. Yep. Seriously, Yo, like, I, like, I've been I said this on a previous podcast, but if buying isn't owning, pirating isn't stealing. Yeah, you're not going to have if you're if you have a family, and I mean extended family, like say say Laser and then his in laws. Who are both sharing an account, which is completely reasonable and cost effective. Uh, let me tell you straight up. And yes, then you're gonna happens. force them to go and split screens in each account. Someone's gonna nope out of that and not do it, and then find an alternative means, not legal, to go and watch what they're gonna watch. Like it, it, I don't I don't even know why they really believe this is gonna make them more money. They're gonna just lose subscribers. It's it's so ridiculous. They think it's going to work because it worked for Netflix. Yes, which it shouldn't have worked for Netflix. I thought Netflix was going to lose too. But I'm going to be honest, Netflix is market leader. I guess it makes sense. But yes. they're not all Netflix. No. No, they're not. It uh, Media is such a freaking mess. Not that it's the most important thing in the world right now by any means, but... No, yeah, but that's what we talk we about. Media that's what we talk podcast. about, so here we go. <laughs> yes, we're talking about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, overall, reception of Ninja Kamui has been very positive. I, I mean, I I hardly see any bad vibes of, about it online at all. And uh, I, I really we got don't. a whole bunch of talkbacks that are very much enjoying it. So Yay, I'm going to read some talkbacks. Unguided1077 writes in, it was awesome. Loved it. Clean fights, especially on top of the hospital. And the animation is beautiful and kind of nostalgic but also fresh also shout out to the sound team i love the way the sword sounds and fists sound so hard and dense can't wait for the next episode it's a good talk back yeah likewise 10k kelvin writes in whoever was in charge of the sound design deserves a pay raise it was unbelievably crisp and to that i say you either have to thank the dub a uh the the dub engineer david lesko working over at sentai or maybe the sound effects designer on the japanese side kosuke ogata who previously did sound effects for mob psycho 100 uh, i think it's season three so good good stuff uh not too many other credits i noticed but Definitely, definitely know their stuff based on this. It's it is a well mixed show. Uh, Christina seven one six Anna writes in: This anime is so good, absolutely loved it. The action sequences are insanely good. The animation quality is beautiful, and the story really pulls you in. Also, the opening song is amazing. Ten out of ten anime. I love the opening song, which was the ending song in the first episode. Cold rain, baby. I've been loving them since Fire Force. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. They are, they are like my, they, they're filling the hole of Lincoln Park in my heart. Oh my gosh. My my partner is a um, a metalhead and, and it just happened to hear in the background when that 
guitar hit and, and popped popped his head in like what are you listening to <laughs> old <What's> rain <laughs> with a song so appropriately titled vengeance yeah oh it hits so hard it does w- it really does want to buy it immediately <laughs> Seems to be streaming in various ways. You can watch the music video on YouTube. You can play it on Spotify and stuff. But when I last checked, you could not buy it anywhere yet. But hopefully soon. Maybe by now. I haven't checked today. Uh, Moving on. Inuyasha-san87 writes in, It was a good first episode. Kamui has a lot of potential. And hopefully it's not just one and done season anime. I'm almost well, de- certain it is one and done de- season. Depending anime. on how things go, like, okay, there's been a lot of John Wicks, frankly, more than I ever thought there would be. So you can make a revenge story go a really long time. It just depends I, on how deep you want to make the rabbit hole go. Mm, yeah. I'm completely fine with this being a one and done. I, I think am too, 12 but... episodes is definitely enough. Yeah. Sorry, I hate to be that just, person. Just but. make it a really enjoyable ride that is worth watching more than yeah. once. Make it quality 12. At least it's 12 and not, hey, here's six. Three. Yeah, they'd be, they'd be. Honestly, I think they could have spent a little bit more time with the family since there's 12 episodes, but, well. <laughs> well, we can have a flashback. <laughs> As the some would say. Flashbacks. Some, well, yes, I do. I do hope there are flashbacks with the. With the wife and the son, because I I would like more of them. But again, do not resurrect them. Don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) No, no ninja resurrection. No, no evil dead cyborg son. That would be creepy Terminator Six. It's not cool. Nobody liked it. Don't do Mm -hmm. it. No, don't do. Don't do that. Don't do that. Rena underscore Raiden writes in. It was badass. Like holy crap. That is how you introduce an action packed anime. Yeah. Agreed. Toonami Live writes in, the fight sequences are reminiscent of the boondocks, which works, and the soundtrack is surprisingly not generic. The story is primed to follow a similar track as The Punisher, and what remains to be seen is if the story will have the same depth of that as Frank Castle. Yeah, we don't really have, like, any idea what's going on in Joe's head yet. And I hope that that is explored. Again, don't try to get too philosophical with it, because you're probably going to stumble out the gate there. But <laughs> I would like to see so it get philosophical, sketch. actually. But um, <laughs> only because I actually do have faith that they can do it. But whether or not they will. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Uh, the... The writer for this, uh, you know, Sung Hoo Park is the director, but he didn't write it. Uh, the the script writer worked on uh, some of the Garo series. It did a lot of adaptations, like uh, episodes of The God of High School. Oh, that's not that's not good, Merce. <laughs> that's uh, not helping. <laughs> that's that's not helping. Uh, they did the screenplay for Knights of Sidonia. Ooh, I haven't which... heard that in a while. Or Garo, actually. That's been a, no, that's been a minute. Both of those yeah. have been a minute. Well, Garo Vanishing Line is uh, kind of where the director really got his chops you know, worked out. And that is such a, such a wild show. I really wish yeah. Tsunami had played and it. And if I recall correctly, that one came out 
in the first episode hitting really hard too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This this writer also worked on Zombieland Saga, so that's interesting. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm quitting heroing. Now that I like. it's exciting. I loved that one. I like. So I'm constantly worried about who's writing these things. I think this this guy's got good credits. But I'm also not... matured as a writer, presumably, since those pieces. Well, quitting hero yeah. wouldn't have been his writings that started as an LN, but it's still, you know. Yeah, yeah. He, he, did, he does a lot of adaptations, but, you know. Well, I mean, that gives you an idea of, you know, what works, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, you know, he has some mm-hmm. experience seeing what other people write like. Yeah. So that does give me a vote of confidence. More talkbacks. Uh, Jose Stitch 1123 says, Reminds me of Afro Samurai. Gee, I wonder oh, if the character why? designs have anything to do with that. Because, hmm. <laughs> man, them cuts were clean as hell. And, man, yeah. this is going to be good. It it really it it really screams mid two thousands anime. It really does, and I like that. I like that. Oh, mid two thousands is one of the best periods for anime. So hell yeah, <laughs> like it is like Afro Samurai. Very very much feels like a mid two thousands Gonzo anime. <laughs> I know there are some who don't necessarily like that period of Gonzo's work, but I do. It's a gener- <laughs> generally, generally well received. Why would uh, who doesn't like Afro Samurai? What? Oh, people like Afro Samurai. Okay. It, the, I was uh, gonna say, why? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Uh, everybody's got that. Opinions. That was another one where a special person came back as an enemy, and I think they did pretty good with that. Also, More cracks me guys. up. If Craig they wanted to bring someone that back that as an enemy, be, the only way I'd accept it is like, oh, they were always bad. I don't like that trope either, but I would. I pref- wouldn't like it I here would... because it's literally wife and kid, but it works for like yeah. best friends. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I yeah, I wouldn't want that here because, as you said, but I suppose I would prefer it to them being mind controls because that's just. Ugh. Anyway, none of the above, please. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, ideally none of that. Robert Fisher writes in, it reminded me of Ninja Assassin. I dug it. That is a revenge movie that I am aware of. Very. Oh my God. That guy had, his body was like marble. (laughs) That's what I remember about that film. Him doing (laughs) push-ups on his head, which was like Tara from Kingdom Hearts BBS. If you haven't played it, then you don't know what I'm talking about, but. Yes. He gotcha. did head, head he did head push-ups without <laughs> a shirt. That's the only thing I remember about that film. <laughs> push-ups with a very memorable moment. <laughs> push-ups without a shirt. Who's this Gundam no, Iron Blooded Orphans? Head, head push-ups. He was standing, he was doing a head, headstand. Oh. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's impressive. You can see why it was memorable. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Nathan Skywalker writes in. Oh, wait a minute. We were just talking about standing on your head and this guy's name Skywalker. <laughs> that's uh, that's amusing to me. That's a anyway. stretch sketch, but I'll take it. <laughs> I loved it. My only complaint is the episode went by so fast and the Mission Impossible stuff was crazy. 
I think it had pretty good pacing. Mystic Flames with a with a Y writes in. I thought it was pretty cool. It was the first time I watched Toonami in a long time. Definitely going to watch the second episode when it comes out. Be honest, Great. first time I watched Toonami proper in a long time Welcome as well. Back. Like to hear it. Welcome, Welcome back. back. Enjoy the stay. Yeah. Check out some of the other fine programming, such as it's Demon a, Slayer. It's a good and block. Licorice Recoil and One Piece, even though it's in Dressrosa. And you miss stuff, you can check it out on the website. That's right. For free. Like IGPX, which you definitely missed. Oh. Unless you watched it many, many years ago. Uh, I'm an old, I never did watch it. I need to get down and watch that at some point. Mm -hmm. And Gundam Prime Zero writes in, This will become a sleeper hit, underrated gem of the season. I'm all in for all the action. Well said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's it's really good. Good time so far. And I will tell you, the second episode continues to be a good time. And that's all I'm going to say. Other than, oh my gosh, the background art in that episode is gorgeous. Uh, you'll, don't... You'll, You'll know. Also, don't ask the Toonami staff for access to screeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't do that. That's dumb. We, don't yeah, do that. Uh, we would lose access to screeners real fast. Yeah. We, we, uh, what, what's wrong have, with asking we, for screeners? I shouldn't even have to give a reason. You know what's, why you shouldn't do that. Just what, what's don't. wrong with asking for screeners? I mean, you <laughs> can, we can ask for screeners. But we're not just going to pass them to anybody out no. there who wants. <laughs> then we don't get screeners anymore. But to be exactly. clear, the staff gets access to them specifically to write in advance to do reviews, which we put a lot of time and effort into maintaining on a professional website. So this isn't like we get to watch and then tweet about it. Like this we're is press. There's press, there's actual work that's put into it, and it's not just for fun. So, I mean, it is, obviously, we do this because we love it, but please don't ask us for access to Toonami Faithful Screeners. It's just a little crass. It's a little, it's a little low. Come on. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you could even say to me, oh, I'll watch it and review it, but we can't just let anybody review something. No. Yeah. That's not how we maintain trust with a company. Yes. So, hard pass. But well, thank you for your interest. Thank you for if, your interest. If you would like you to your... write something for the website, we are happy to look at what you have to write. Yes. Please send your submissions. I mean, engagement is always a good thing. Just be reasonable about expectations. I think that's completely fair. Absolutely. I and mean, for the record, it's not like all of us are having group watches for the screeners. Some I I've no. only seen a handful. Sometimes only sketch sees them, or only Paul sees them, or only I think uh, the CJ only sees one them. One that I've seen was when I was reviewing Shadow. Yeah, we we all first of all we we rotate that based off of our our individual um, skill sets and our time and whoever's and, available and honestly and who's, who's available. available 
it's not like we're all like massively coming around and like, oh, we get to watch these in advance. Obviously, Sketch is the only one who's even seen this screener, for example. So, so the, you know, this is this is a, a privilege that we honor to maintain an, an, a relationship with integrity with Adult Swim, and we're very thankful for that. And and we also appreciate how much our listeners are engaged with the community and with adult sim and we swim and we want to keep that all in a very positive, um, level. Yes. Yes. Thank you for that. Yeah. Speaking of that screener, they sent me screeners in Japanese with English subtitles, which was interesting. And that is to say, you can also watch this show in Japanese with English subtitles at 3 AM or later on max or on the adult swim website. And I like that. Yeah. I like that they're doing that. Yeah, me too. I watch both. I recommend everybody do it. Because you miss stuff. And instead of rewatching it, you just rewatch it in Japanese. Though it is pretty hard to catch things when you're trying to read the subtitle. <laughs> That's why you watch it the second time with the subtitles. Well, theoretically, it makes more sense to watch it with the sub first and then watch it with the dub so you can really take it. Why do you have to argue with me about semantic sketch? <laughs> Jesus. This is not flashy of you. Killing the flash. This is this is a this is not a flash free zone. This is a flash only zone. <laughs> and what a flashy premiere it was. I mean, woof. Oh yeah. Right out the gate. But yeah. That is the first episode of Ninja Kamui, and we will continue to talk about Ninja Kamui in the episodes to come. Maybe not every week, but at least every other week. We'll see. We have some things planned. And, uh, you know, uh, the breakup of episodes kind of depends on who is available to talk about what, when, and interest, and uh, a whole lot of other things. And we're trying to be timely about various things. I mean, obviously, we didn't want to wait two weeks before we talked about this show. <laughs> so, didn't do that. <laughs> didn't do that like like Leakeris. But... We got to get back to talking about licorice. We got to talk about those episodes of Dr. Stone. We're well overdue for talking about One Piece Dress Rosa. And IGPX season one is ending soon. And we will be talking about that. Oh, yeah. Hopefully maybe not. Maybe not the week it ends, but we will see. Yeah, this uh, this podcast has already gone on longer than I thought it would. But I think we've had a grand old time, haven't oh, we, Oh, absolutely. Paul's quietly in the corner. Oh, why isn't this over yet? Paul approves. <laughs> this is a podcast. We're done. Well, let, let's 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 keep in mind that Paul was supposed to work out tonight, and now I can't. So continue. You should have uh, what I did and, and worked out beforehand that. while you were rewatching everything. Is <laughs> what I did. That's a that's a good idea. Multitasking. Yes, it's a thing. It's uh, it's, it's good use of your time. So it was so wait. I'm so I'm supposed to work out while I'm doing the podcast. No, while no, no, you're while watching you're things for the podcast. For the podcast. Do you, do you know how many how many kids I have to deal with on the weekend? <laughs> He's like, you speak to me, you people who don't have children, like this is possible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's really not, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> 
are are you uh are you letting your son watch ninja comedy or no i don't think that's gonna be good for a three-year-old almost almost three-year-old jeez no not the the older one that's watching demon slayer oh actually i should let him watch this one shouldn't i yeah i mean if you let him watch demon slayer why not watch this I mean, well, I was going to make a comment about Demon Slayer not having as much family slaughter in it, but that's not true. <laughs> that's the that's the whole start of Demon yeah, Slayer. Yeah, what are you talking about? That's like the first episode. <laughs> but Tanjiro's not out for revenge. Maybe no, for he's justice. not. Tanjiro is pure. He is pure, Tanjiro's and I love it. He's a good boy. Yeah, he's a very good boy. He's he's a he's an absolute sin mineral. I love such, him. Such a hard worker. I love him. He's perfect. such a tenacious lad. My favorite pure-hearted hero is my favorite trope. Good, good boy, good boy, Tanjiro. All right, you can email us at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. and like I said, if you have ideas for written pieces for the website, throw them at us. We'll take a look. We'll see if we can maybe put them up. You know, get shoot your shot. $500. You miss ev- you miss every shot that you don't shoot, and it's five hundred dollars. What are you, you talking you, about? You you should be paying them, <laughs> not the other way around. Sketch, do I look like somebody that has money at the moment? <laughs> no, well, you you are perpetually you are perpetually love. Spike Spiegel going. Do I look like I have money? <laughs> Exactly. This is Mongolian beef, no beef. <laughs> Mongolian special beef. Where's the beef? Hey, where's the beef? Yeah, where is the beef? You can follow us on Facebook.com backslash Tsunami Faithful Podcast and on Twitter at Tsunami Podcast. You can listen to the podcast on just about everything, including Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Deezer, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Overcast, PodBay, Podbean, Podcast Addict, Radio.com, Spotify, and the TuneIn app. You can find every episode of the podcast to stream online at SoundCloud.com backslash Toonami Faithful Podcast. And you can get the latest news by following at Toonami News on Twitter and read the news, views, and reviews on ToonamiFaithful.com. And Paul, you've been doing stuff with our Patreon, so why don't you talk about that? Oh, I get to talk now? If you want. (laughs) I mean, were you ever not allowed to? No, you and Sketch just talk too much. Anyways. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's true. I do. I mean, it's also mm-hmm. true. I absolutely do. But That's why I just mute my mic and sit here and go, all right, just let me know when I can start talking. You need to call some wine so he can appreciate this more. <laughs> no, as long as you put Mountain Dew in front of me, that's fine. And I can go work <laughs> out. You give me those two things and I'm happy. Other than that. Nothing Drinking else Mountain Dew and working out are two juicy <laughs> contradictions. Oh, Mountain Dew is juicy, definitely. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, make me throw up. Paul, Patreon. Stuff. So, if you want to be part of our Patreon, just give me some free Mountain Dew. Um, let's that see. Is, that is not your Mountain Dew fun <laughs> any more than it's Darrell's booze fun. We haven't made that joke in a while. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> so let's see. Patreon.com slash Tsunami Faithful. 
Uh, basically, we have content on there from, well, a lot of stuff on there that you that you've never seen, and then there's stuff recently that I've been doing. Where, for example, I'll put up um, my other podcast thoughts on wrestling, and you'll get to see it there uh, sometimes first. If you know, I have if I get it done before I post it. So um, we should put our best of blooper reels because we have some wacky bloopers. <laughs> That's when the recording stops, it's wild. <laughs> we rarely get any any bloopers these days, so you know. Oh, but we should. I mean, I try to save anything that's not actually podcast, and it's just I never remember to go back and actually compile that stuff. So I mean, you can you can donate donate as much as you want, pretty much. But I mean, you can go as low as a dollar, all the way up to I believe there's a tier for fifteen dollars. You know, anything that you can contribute helps us, uh, funds us, and does what we need to do. And hopefully we'll do more cons this year because that would be great. So that will definitely help with that and paying for the website and podcast as well. So Pink Patreon. Screeners. If, if we have to pay for screeners, we got a problem. I'm not <laughs> fucking <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> That's I mean, I think... I think some people on, on social media would pay us to get screeners, but that's not happening. Sorry. Or, yes. So, anyways, patreon.com slash Tsunami Faithful. Please help us out if you can. All right. That's the pitch. <laughs> I'm not sure how much the... Uh, well, no, I'm, I'm fully aware that there are a good many Tsunami viewers who also are wrestling viewers. I'm just not one of them. I am. I'm not. Oh, there's there's a huge crossover. You'd be very surprised at how much crossover there is between. No, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised at all. I would be because I don't watch wrestling. No, I will tell you. (laughs) I I will tell you the wrestling community is very, very toxic. So, oh, God. Yeah. But we we won't go into that because this isn't a wrestling podcast. (sighs) All I can say is what you want, Cody. And we got him. All right. Laser. Yes. Tell the folks where they can find you. Oh, you can find me on Twitter at LaserKid Prime. You can find me over on the Blue Sky at LaserKid. And whenever I actually do it, you can find my uh, Toonami Folks editorials right here on Toonami Faith. That's right. Everybody can join the Blue Sky now. Yes. Blue Skies are coming at you. It took so much work to get my Twitter going, though. I don't know if I can put enough effort into another social media site. I mean, if I'm being honest, yeah, I don't use my Blue Sky nearly as much. I just can't do both. I can't do both. Also, like, I'm a big fan of the doom scrolling, and there's still a lot of doom scrolling left on this hell site of Twitter, so. Oh, there's so much doom scrolling. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Every day it's another controversy. Or an actual real-world event that's very hard to look at. Ah, anyway, Kuro, tell them where they can find you. You can find me on the place if you want to avoid doom scrolling, because I only post happy things. I'm not even kidding. I, I literally only post happy stuff. It's usually Cats or Lord of the Rings or something fantasy-related or Toonami-related. But these are all very happy, wonderful things. So you can find me on Twitter, Happy Kuro Kitty. Happy being the key word there. Happy. And her, polite her, her, and kind. Her, 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 
her feed is just these are a few of my favorite things. <laughs> but like my 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 objective is an inundate you all with <laughs> things that are not crap, with quality fun cats. <laughs> and tsunami. With that. Yes, and tsunami. Paul, uh, tell them where they can find you. Well, you can find me at the gym. Oh, that's right. Not tonight. Um, Keep <laughs> whining about it. <laughs> God, get this man a Mountain Dew. We all make sacrifices. No, that would have that would have that would have cost. No, no. I actually, you know, it's funny. I, 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 I thought about it because I was like. Yeah, I'm gonna be going to the gym, so I'm gonna need some more energy. So maybe I'll I'll drink a little bit of a Mountain Dew, and then I'm like, no, no, you're gonna be up tonight if you do that. Come that really reminds that. me of that moment in the the older Baki anime that Funimation licensed, where he says, "Soda's a good source of energy. You just got to get rid of the carbonation." So he just takes a big old two liter, shakes it up, opens it up, lets all the carbonation out, and then chugs it. <laughs> Oh the carbonation's God. the best part. I, I know, that. right? <laughs> I like certain sodas flat, but for the most part, yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't like flats. Me neither. Nine times out of ten, I don't like. and bubbly as heck. All uh, the. I'm with you guys on nine out of ten sodas, but there's a couple where I'm like, this is actually better flat, but that's that's rare. I'm sorry, Paul. Did you say your stuff? <laughs> <laughs> we talking about talking again. We got distracted. See what what I what I said what I said about you guys talking too much. <laughs> I don't know. What Look, I got about. I got to say these things before they f- disappear. <laughs> they're 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 like a butterfly. <laughs> butterfly in the sky. I can go to this is sky. what happens when you don't have any Mountain Dew. Go back to it, please. <laughs> I feel good. Actually, I've been dealing with stomach trauma for several days, and it has not been fun. So, so <laughs> that's what happens only, when you don't have Mountain you can Dew. Only find as many people getting off topic at one point on I, this podcast. I don't know. I was getting over that should have been an hour, and it took two hours to do. I know. I was getting over some kind that. of food poisoning, I think, for days, and then me, an absolute idiot. Last night, I eat some cheese, and I'm like, oh, it's April is the date. Cool. No problem. Then I look at it in April of 2023. Oh, no. I'm hurting for you. To which Dula said, what's a smart guy like you doing eating cheese that old? (laughs) And I had to tweet it because I thought it was funny. But, ah, it was a bad night. See, this is what you guys come here for. <laughs> Are you guys entertained? You can find Paul at Paul Pascrillo. At- <laughs> I think I'll take care of that. Thank you very Where much. Where can they find you, Sketch, tweeting about your old cheese? <laughs> find me on Sketch1984 on Twitter, and I am also on Blue Sky. Where the... <laughs> It's so savage that they they just made the Twitter logo, but it's a butterfly instead of a bird. <laughs> so, Paul, where can we find you? He did. Yeah, say. I know. I know they 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 uh they went a little too far. So yeah. Paul Pascrillo. 
So you could find me on Twitter because I refuse to call it X at oh, Paul Pascrillo. No one's calling well, what X. What is X? I've never heard of this. Nobody I'm, I'm calls it Twitter. X. Are, are we talking about can, Mega Man X? Because I like that game. And then you can email me, Paul Pascrillo at ToonamiFaithful.com. And you can listen to a podcast that only lasts for an hour called Thoughts on Wrestling. <laughs> That's where you can listen podcast. to me there. Uh, regular people. <laughs> I just I assume when we go over that that eventually you'll edit some of this out. <laughs> I guess not. Sometimes. <laughs> Everything well, before the intro, but nothing after. <laughs> trust me, if I if if editing is anything that I've been dealing with for the last couple weeks, I don't. I don't. This man hasn't sketch updated or Audacity in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I showed him a picture of it. He's like. You haven't updated in a long time, have you? I'm like, no. No, I haven't. No, I, haven't. I stopped Twitter updating keeps... when they uh, had their controversy. Twitter, do... yeah, exactly. That me too. <laughs> but I don't know how to use it, so it doesn't matter. I have not updated Twitter on my phone, and it's starting to like really break. <laughs> like it is not <laughs> functioning properly. I'm like, oh, I need to update. No, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, my phone didn't give me a choice. On my phone, I just use the web browser because I'm. My phone was assaulted with the updates, much like my computer is. My tablet was. So now I'm like chatting with people on Discord or Skype, and I'm like, where's no, where's my Twitter app? Oh, the, oh <laughs> right. It's this big, it's, ugly, it's, stupid this X. Stupid logo. X. God, that thing is the ugliest thing. It, it really it's so not catchy. There's nothing catchy about it. I just, I mean, the only time it looked good was when it was in the Kingdom Hearts stuff. And they knew, had a way of making it look pretty. This just looks stupid. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's the end of my rant. We've talked yeah, about I'm gonna, I'm going to put my time around and see how long this tangent <laughs> goes for. I'm going to stop. Uh, Let's call welcome, it a podcast. Welcome to we our podcast where we way about more everything. off topic. We've already done enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you're usually the one that sits there and goes, "You're going too far, guys." I know it's your fault. You guys have infected me with your off-topicism, with your tangentism. Don't blame us. Yes, many I'm tangents blaming you. Rose later. Your Did you drink any wine tonight? Your bad influences. What? I'm never drinking wine when I record. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's a lie. Did you drink any wine tonight, though? It's, yes, of course I did. Are you kidding you, me? How many glasses did you have? Two. Go to the corner. No. Why are you acting surprised? This <laughs> isn't new. This is how it is. You drank too I much. Go to the you corner. Needing to get a drink. What did you think I was getting? Oh, okay. Water? I, uh, yeah, I kind of did. Yeah, I thought you were getting water. We didn't like think you that you were actually getting wine. I guess. I guess. Um, Prohibition water. <laughs> Prohibition water. Oh, no, I'm trying to quit that I mean, secretly, that's the only reason why she wants the One Piece cup anyways. I'm trying to quit that stuff. Yeah, okay. I don't think you should put wine in the One Piece cup. Probably no, not. One Piece she cup probably is for would. tea. That's she, for tea. She, oh, I mean, maybe whiskey, but not wine. I'll no, tell you what I put in my no. One Piece cup because I bought my own. I put hot chocolate in that sucker. One day, uh, one day, someone, someone's gonna get me that damn One Piece cup, and then I'll shut up about it. What the heck is the green drink they it, drink in One Piece? What is that? Is that like a melon I, soda? I assumed it was green tea. No, it's like it's vibrant green. It's not like a dull oh, green. Oh, that thing. 
Are we going to finish this recording? Where no, this is the podcast. It never, never ends. I was going to say that. Yes, it yeah. goes on and on, my <laughs> friends. I mean, you'll just keep getting grumpy paws. So, I mean. It's just. And, and apparently drunk it, sketch. Not knowing what it was. And they'll continue doing it forever just because. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lordy lord. <laughs> It's because okay. Sketch missed me. That's why he keeps going on. That's right. That is absolutely the reason, Paul, and no other. I feel yep. like I just recorded with you, Paul. Weren't you on something? We talked about something. <laughs> See, that's the wine. Go in the corner. We talked about no. the thing that one we time. Were, we the thing at the place? Like, you know, the thing the on top of the thing over there and the thing the girl? Stop below the thing I'm being underneath the thing. Okay. You know what? I think we're done. Let's call it. <laughs> I mean, you're, I, we're, I, we're not the people. We're not the one that's getting drunk over there. So I'm not come on, getting now. drunk. Two glasses uh, of wine. This you, is my you listen to me. Listen to me. It has been it has been over two hours for this podcast. You you have <laughs> neglected your duties. Get in the corner. I've been very articulate. And no more wine for you because you've been a bad girl tonight. I've been vibrant and flashy, and that's yeah, how I'm supposed true. to be. And that's it's why you're drunk. So get in the that's what they come here for, guys. <laughs> that's what they're here for. Listen, Curl, when you say you're vibrant and flashy, that means that you're seeing things, so you're probably drunk. Get in the corner. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is the guy who's drinking Mountain Dew. Do you even know what they put in that crap? I would take I would Tons take of sugar of wine. that makes me happy. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> At least my teeth aren't going to fall out before. I think I we all appreciated that Joe's wife was drinking something. <laughs> <laughs> she had that flask. But she cannot so get did you Joe. flask. So did Joe. He, he had did. A he did have a flask. Yeah, he did. He did. But there's no smoke. There's no smoky in Toonami Originals. <laughs> well, I guess because you can't say what they're smoking. <laughs> That's my guess. Like if they're mm. drinking, it's like, oh, it's alcohol, you know. But if they're mm-hmm. smoking something, they can't say what they're smoking. Uh, probably. Well, I don't know. I, I, I know my care. favorite is. I is, don't uh, actually care. Smoking. Uh, Good old Cheerios. Yeah. Ground to a fine powder. I, I, as I'm an adult, and this is an adult animation, so I don't care if they drink or smoke. Whatever. <laughs> they can do it. It's fine. You can always go to the yeah. Devil May Cry 5 route and have a character smoke and then put a giant text underneath, we do not condone smoking. Yes, but also don't smoke, kids. Don't do that. It's bad, bad for, you. for you. It causes cancer. Yeah, don't actually do that. I keep telling you, at your age, you should just vape. No, don't do no, that don't either. Do that don't either. listen either. to Sketch. Vaping I just, have, also bad I just for helped I just wanted a friend, to make a Borat reference. I literally just helped a friend get through getting over vaping. It was not fun. Paul, call it a podcast before we get any more off topic. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. All it says, <laughs> it looks like rain.